You are capable of so much more than you currently think that you are. When you challenge yourself to do hard things, you find out what you're really made of and you find out that you really are capable of so much more than you currently think you are. But it starts with testing your limits and seeing how far you can go and then going even further when you feel like there's nothing left to give. There is always more to give. Hey mama, I see you and I see that you are just buried in laundry and you are overwhelmed with life, you're feeling isolated, you're exhausted, but what if I told you that you could actually wake up with certainty, not that you're going to be exhausted, but that you're actually going to have energy to not only do the things that you have to do, but to do the things that you want to do, to make an impact beyond your four walls, to help other people, to go on a mission and to feel really good doing it and to get to serve others and play in a bigger way in this world. If that's something that interests you, keep listening because we're going to be going over small steps that are sustainable that you can start taking in your life that really are going to lead to that certainty that you want in how you're showing up for your life. Let's get started, my friend. So I just got back after a week of recovery from my first full marathon, and I'm going to take a moment to brag about this accomplishment because I didn't realize how big of an accomplishment this was until I started doing some research while I was sitting on my butt (laughs) allowing my body to recoup. Um, I didn't realize that only 1% of the U.S. population has completed a full marathon, 26.2 miles. Like, I think my husband said that's like 43 kilometers or something like that. I don't know. Um, And You know, I've been training for this marathon since January. I believe I signed up for it in December and then realized, oh man, how many weeks is it until the race? And then desperately Googling what workout plan or what run plan, (laughs) training plan I could, could squeeze in in that amount of time and questioning if it was even possible to train for a full marathon in that amount of time. Um, because I have already been running for a while, it was easy. I think if I had started not running at all, I'm not sure that I would have been able to complete the training. But because I already had a sound foundation of running under my belt, um, I was able to slowly increase my mileage over the course of the whatever four months, I guess it was January until April. And um, I will say, though, I did not go as high in mileage as I should have to prepare during my training. Um, My longest run before the marathon was 15 miles, which was a big accomplishment for me because that's the farthest I had ever run. But I did make the mistake of not doing at least one more long run aiming for the 20 miles. I think had I done that, I would have been much more prepared um, because it was around uh, mile... 21-ish, 2021, when I started feeling like I was going to die. (laughs) I mean, my feet had already been hurting for a while, um, but that's when my calf muscles really started to seize up, um, and my body was saying, yeah, I don't want to go anymore. Why are we still doing this? We're done. Um, And it was interesting because that was the point when my mindset really had to kick in, and um, that was the point where we actually had... Police officers come up to us and say, hey, we have to open this road, so either you hurry up and get your butt off this road, or that van that is slowly approaching behind you is going to pick you up and take you off this road. Um, And so Zach and I both had to dig down super deep um, and 
push ourselves to get off that road as fast as possible because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, heck no, I have not run this far. Like I said, we were approaching 21 miles. I had not run that far just to get picked up and not meet my goal of finishing this marathon within the time frame. Um, and so I remember taking off, you know, running faster. I mean, I think I, I don't know if I was slow jogging at that time or if I was walking. <laughs> I don't know, because it was definitely a walk jog pace at this point. Um but I dug down deep and I took off and I just remember feeling like someone had put softballs into my calves and there were no more muscles, just softballs that were also extremely painful. Um, and I remember a couple steps like I, my foot kind of drug behind me on both sides and I stumbled a little bit just because like I was telling my body to do something that it was like, yeah, no, like we can't do that. Um, and then like the, you know, we got off the road in time. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and, uh, but that van still followed us for like a quarter mile. And let me tell you, when you are in pain and you are running on a, a what seems like an empty tank and fumes, that is temptation at its finest <laughs> because the van was following us and it would have been so easy to just be like, I'm done. I quit. Um, you know, I can get on that van easily and drive back and Hey, I still ran farther than I've ever ran in my life. And you know, whatever. But my goal was to finish this race within the amount of time that we had been given, which was seven hours. Um, and, uh, it was at this point too, that, you know, like I felt like mentally I was strong. Like I, I like dug in and I, I had like, I told Zach, it was like, the one-eyed, like, stank face staring at each cone as I would, like, jog and push myself and then walk and jog and push myself. And actually, that tip came from my husband. And I am so thankful that my husband ran this with me because he really helped me to keep going when I felt like quitting. Um, and, you know, he had given me the tip to focus on, like, a light pole or a cone or a tree or whatever and you know set very small little goals and then the next goal and then the next goal and that that really got me through those last six miles um and anyways but it was about this point where my mindset was like super on par when my husband was like yeah I don't want to do this anymore like why we have six miles left I'm done like no and so I was able to encourage him and to say, honey, <laughs> we can do hard things. We're people that do hard things. We're going to finish this. We're going to do it together. Um, and his goal was to finish with me. Uh, and interestingly enough, I mean, I'm not a fast runner. <laughs> I don't say interesting, but my husband is a fast runner. Um, and so it was interesting. So for like pretty much like all the race until like mile 15, he was way out in front of me and then he would turn around and come back and um, you know, so he actually was like a mile and a half ahead of me technically in his mileage because he had kept turning around and coming back because he couldn't go as slow as I was. It just wasn't, you know, going too slow can be really hard on your body. It's actually better to go a little faster within your realm, whatever feels the best for your body. Um, and then just doing conditioning to get your cardio up there. And that was such a fascinating thing too, is that we felt like we could run all day cardio wise, but it was our bodies that were starting to break down. Um, and so my husband didn't train at all for this marathon. He signed up a week before. Uh, and so that was that was interesting. Um, he could do very well, uh, you know, and probably have no problems whatsoever had he done any bit of training before this. But he is more of a natural runner, you know. So it wasn't until about mile 15 that he, 
you know, really started to hit his wall physically. And then it was around mile 20, 21, where he started to hit that wall mentally. Um, But throughout this whole thing, we were able to encourage each other at our weakest moments. Um, And I think that that was such a cool thing, you know. So if you're doing something like this where you're challenging yourself to do something you've never done before, pick one of your closest loved ones who's going to encourage you and help you along that you can help along too through these things. I think that that was really the key to our success. Um, So we ended up finishing this dang marathon, 26.2 miles in six hours, 50 minutes and 59 seconds. (laughs) So we were just nine minutes before the cutoff at seven minutes. And I think our average pace ended up being like 15 something um, because we had to walk so much from about, well, gosh, I don't even know when that started. It was like a walk run. Um, And I don't think I would have finished either um, just pace wise because I think I took it so slow and steady from the beginning because I wanted to pace myself. I didn't take into account how much I was going to slow down as my body started giving out and um, as I started getting more tired and that kind of stuff. So um, that's definitely something that I learned was just to account for those sort of things. Um, You know, the biggest thing I think that I walked away from this from is that I am capable of so much more than I thought. Um, And I can do hard things. I'm someone who does hard things. And I think just the the learning of how much my mindset is capable of pushing me through the physical pain, um, just totally, just totally astounding to me. Um, it's really changed my perspective and how I approach everything. Um, I feel like if you watched Big Bang Theory, um, when what's his face got back from space and all he wants to talk about is when he was an astronaut in space, like, I feel like that's me. Like, not that I'm just going around talking about this marathon, but like to myself, I'm saying like, well, of course you can do this. You ran a marathon. Like, that's no sweat. Oh, yeah, of course you can get up at 5 a.m. and do your workout. Like, you ran a marathon. This is no big deal. Oh, gosh, you can plan these meals for your week and get get ahead of the game and like get yourself set up. You ran a freaking marathon. Like, you can do anything. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's it seems so silly, but it's really changed the way that I think about myself um, and the way that I think about, like, what am I putting up with or not going to put up with, how I talk to myself, um, really what I'm capable of physically and just being able to push myself through that. Um, you know, so... Now, I'm not encouraging you to go out and run a marathon. I am encouraging you to do something hard, though. So something to challenge yourself physically, because when you challenge yourself physically, it's amazing what it does for your mindset. And then that trickles and pours over everything in your life. Um, So I am thankful that I did this. I'm even more thankful that I did this with my husband um, and that we got to do this together. And um, we both learned a lot about our physical bodies. We both learned a lot mentally as well. Um, You know, there are definitely things we do differently. And of course, as soon as we finished that or cross that finish line, we were both like, never again. Like, we are never going to run a marathon again. Never again in my life. And then it's so funny because then like later that day, we were both like, yeah, you know, I'd probably do that again, but I definitely would change my training. Um, My husband, he would actually do training. (laughs) Um, You know, I would definitely change that up. Um, I think what I realized is, yes, I can slow and steady the whole time, or I can teach myself how to run faster and um, to push myself in that sense. And, um, 
you know, so I think we found that our sweet spot is probably going to be half marathons because we both enjoy running. Um, and it's just far enough to really push you, but it's not so far that it kills you <laughs> like a marathon. Um, and uh, it's also just encouraged me again to just go faster um, and not so fast, obviously, like I'm not trying to break any records, but, you know, just I, I've gone slow and steady wins the race for a long time. And I think I'm ready to start working on my pace and, um, you know, really just starting to move a little faster. And, uh, you know, we're probably going to be signing up for some 5Ks. That's something that I can include my oldest daughter in as well. So it's more of like a family affair type thing. Um, but, you know, they're just we just learned so much. We really did. We learned that, again, when you think there's nothing left in the tank, there is always more left in the tank. And you can always reach deep down into those reserves and push yourself harder and farther than you ever imagined possible. And if you took the time to um, work on your mindset, you're just going, it's just going to, to expand your mindset even more. Um, you know, that was another thing that I really learned was, you know, the time that I took on my mind beforehand was really powerful when my body was giving out, you know, the way that I talked to myself, telling myself, you can do this, you do hard things, you're going to finish this, you're going to finish this dang race, you are strong, you are going to do it, you love running, keep going, you're not going to stop, like telling myself those things really helped, um, you know, and also just remembering the that crossing the finish line feeling and really, you know, when it was getting hard, envisioning what it was going to feel like when I crossed that finish line. And honestly, I, I just envisioning it, it wasn't even close to what it actually was like. It was like overwhelming, like having a baby. Like it felt like that, like tears, but excited, but exhausted, like all the feelings all in one. Um, and, you know, I think both those things really helped me in the long run because it was a long run. Let me tell you, it was a long run. Um, but yeah, so all in all, I would encourage you find something, find a way to challenge yourself and, um, stick to it, get someone you love to bring alongside you and, um, just go out and do more than you ever thought possible and totally change the way that you think about yourself and the fact that you're someone who does hard things. Take care my friend. That's today's episode. If you loved this so much, I would love for you to take a screenshot of this and share it to your stories on Instagram and tag me. It's very simple. I am just at Chelsea underscore Noel. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-Y. Yes, my dad spelled it very differently and I love it. And Noel is very simple, just like Christmas, N-O-E-L. And what I'd love for you to do is I want to see your biggest takeaway. And I want to be able to connect with you in real life because this is community and this is connection and you are never isolated. We are doing mom life together. We have to mom anyways, so why not do it in a powerfully connected and empowering on mission together kind of way. Take care, my friends. Until next time.